the snob. I'm Chad. That's Chris, and that's Andrew. Maybe he's right there. And today we watched the 2022 film Top Gun 2 Maverick. Why we watch this movie, guys? Well, we wanted to watch it like last, no, two months ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to watch it when it came out, but our schedules didn't line up, and then Chad took over October. So, uh, yeah, we watched it now. Yeah. And damn, is it a good movie. It Holy is. Holy shit. <laughs> and it is the best quote you can give. It is a fucking great movie. You know what I love about it? Because remember, this came out earlier this year when all the woke stuff was going on and people were just getting upset about that kind of stuff. Right, and this right. movie no, has no, no, nothing no, shut to do with I understand what he's saying. It has nothing to do with politics. That's what's so awesome about no, the it. The best thing about this movie is what I was just saying. It's a great movie. It is the most movie you will hey, see. Hey, you want to watch a movie to let you forget everything that's going on? Just enjoy what's gone in the picture it, before you go back to your sad, miserable life? Watch it is great escapism. Great Remember escapism. what movies were escapism? And not fucking ham-fisting like politics down your throat? All right, boys. I've been talking about... <laughs> All right, boys. So anyway, I've been talking about this movie since it came out because I saw it when it like like maybe a week or two after it came, as soon as it it came to streaming. I've talked about it on the podcast constantly. We should have saw it in Texas. I'm yes, we should have. I'm gonna play Devil's Avocado. All right, so you guys talk about the movie and then I'm gonna try and poke holes in it. How does that sound for a review? All right. Well, let's bring up the plot first, Andrew. All right, yeah, you two run the show. I'm going to be the dick. No. As if that's any different than any other review. It takes place 30 years after the original. Uh, Tom Cruise's character is now a test pilot. He's testing out all these experimental planes. How, uh, how cool was that roof? Mm. Like I told you guys before the beginning, I was like, dude, a roof is going to blow off a building when it shouldn't. And then when he flies that Mach 10 plane over the roof, it lights it lifts up and you see all the actors turn now has a plane so ever cool. come close to going to mach 10 yeah of course all right sr 71 blackbird sr 71 remember that band Why you always kick me yes it's named after the blackbird that <laughs> but tom cruise gets in trouble for going mach 10 in the plane because they were trying to scrap that whole thing for the drones right yeah because they want to do unmanned pilots because unmanned pilots don't think and die <laughs> yeah it's okay if they did what was the line he told john ham and get back mm. but anyway we're jumping out. tom cruise instead of getting grounded iceman does a little favor for him who was iceman swayze iceman was his rival back in the original movie and now he's an admiral chad said swayze oh val kilmer god damn it don't edit that out. I want everyone to see yeah, that. Yeah, I want everyone to do not edit that out. That's a drunk steak right no, there. No, 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 no. That is a Chad. Do not, if you edit that out, I'll, Patrick I'll Swayze, quit the show. Val Kilmer. Not even close. I would have taken Kevin Bacon. Really? He's the middle ground between the two. Mm. Are you fucking mutt? Mm. Anyway. Anyway. And I'm the one that started drinking at 10 a.m. So anyway... Uh, after he gets grounded, he finds out he has to go back to uh, Top Gun. Back to, what was it, North North Island? Yeah, something like that. North Point Island or whatever. So he's back where he started in the first movie, and they want him to teach a bunch of upcoming pilots, the best it, of the like best. 20, uh, 20 of the best Top Gun 20 pilots. of the best upcoming pilots and all that. He wants to teach them how to uh, 
They want him to do some sort of suicide mission run. Death and, Star uh, Trench run. <laughs> Straight up, Death yeah. Star Trench run. But, but the best, the best thing Trench run, is yeah. when he goes back there, he thinks he's doing the mission. Like, no, you're, no, no, no. you're teaching it. Yeah, he thought he was leading. And he was like, well, I have a list of people I want. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're going to bring a bunch of people who have never seen combat before. Except for Hangman, yeah. who's a total badass and deserves to be a douchebag to everyone. Mm. What are you going to do? I'm Hangman. I'm, hangman. I'm yeah. totally Hangman. Of our three, I'm Hangman. You're Bob. Why am I Bob? Because you got glasses. Yeah, and your baby on board. You're really good at your job, but no one respects you. You're Bob. Yeah. And then <laughs> Andrew's, Andrew's Phoenix. Some rising from the ashes. And, and you're the best pilot, but, you know, you just kind of do what you need to do. Whereas I'm Hangman, <coughs> and I'm a douchebag, and yeah, I got the only kill, but I, I won't let you forget. You know what I mean? I'm a dick. I'm Hangman. You're Bob. He's Phoenix. But who's in the class? Uh, well, it turns out Goose's child rooster isn't i like how they don't really give you first names they give mm. everyone call signs rooster maverick cyclone is john ham bob <laughs> baby on board but anyway sorry devil's avocado you guys do it so anyway he goes he goes to the bar after he finds out about all this and he's kind of pissed off he goes to the bar and he finds his love interest jennifer comes and might i say Still very beautiful. What do you mean still? She's always been and always will be. You fucking sexist. And to be fair, we have to specify this. She's not the same character that was in the first movie. No, because this the, is a new one. The first one got fat, old, and ugly. So he goes to the bar and we have a funny scene where we get introduced to all the other pilots. pilots and Tom Cruise ends up having to pay. Why? Because he leaves his phone in the bar and is disrespecting but, but the bartender. What did the little plaque say? Don't disrespect the female bartender. Or disrespect the Navy, disrespect the lady, or leave your phone on the bar, and you have to pay everyone's tab. So he did not disrespect the Navy. He did not disrespect the lady. But the very first thing he did was put his phone on the bar. Which, by the way, who the fuck puts their phone on a bar? You're inviting trouble. It's a fucking bar. Liquid is being thrown around in every direction. My phone's waterproof. I don't give a shit. Says you until your phone gets ruined on the bar at a bar. When you get people trying to chat you up. <laughs> Meaning Patty. And me <laughs> yelling towards you. Why are you at the bar? We could be playing games. <laughs> Dude, we gotta play Vermintide. What are you doing? What are, what are, what's the scene you should be watching? The end. Yeah, the <laughs> fucking dogfight. The scene where although the plane, I I did like all the training scenes where the training was amazing. Any scene in the plane was amazing. Yeah, dude, any scene in the plane. Any I will say I love at the beginning though how it's almost like Tom Cruise's character was stuck in the eighties. He had an old Kawasaki motorcycle. Mm -hmm. He was thinking, you know, and there was a bunch of '80s music playing at the beginning. What was it? A P51 Mustang? Music going. What? He kept uh, the '80s music going throughout. Right, the and I said, but more to your point, that he's archaic is it starts him fixing a P51 Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's a classic dogfighter because like no other plane shot down any other plane than like maybe like a Zero, a Stutka, and a P51 Mustang, and maybe a British Firebird. 
or fireball, firebrand, what do they call it? The British World War II pilot plane. Spitfire? Spitfire, Spitfire, yeah. So those were like the big four, the, the American plane, the British plane, the Japanese plane, and the German plane. Like that was when dogfighting, everyone was driving 300 miles per hour to shoot each other down with machine guns. That's when dogfighting was dogfighting. Laser sensors and all and that lasers stuff. and missiles and stuff. Uh, I am surprised though. I, well, reading the synopsis of this movie and the way people talk about it, I thought there was going to be a lot of drone fighting in it. No, the drone fighting was the lasers and the missiles and stuff. The idea that like Tom Cruise being a, he's better than a computer, you know, because he knows how to fly. Well, Proof Rooster was better than a computer too. Exactly. I thought there was going to be a little drones flying around. Like, no, nah, that's that movie Stealth. Yeah, not that good. You've never seen Stealth? No. Uh, we should have watched Stealth before we watched this. <laughs> Stealth has Jamie Foxx in it. That's all you need to know. Don't hate on Jamie Foxx. I, I, I will. Jamie Foxx, you're a great actor, but you picked a lot of bad movies. He, des- he deserves better. Like, no. remember when he was in Collateral with Tom Cruise? I fucking, you don't like that movie? I, I like Tom Cruise, but I don't like Jamie Foxx. Anyway, back to this movie. Let's talk about the filming in this Did movie. Did you think John, Tom Cruise is going to die? Mm-hmm. did you think when i the, actually did think tom cruise was gonna die the but then i thought about it, i was like you know what tom cruise never dies in any movie what about what about when tom cruise tells rooster to pull the eject and it doesn't work what was going through your brain i knew they weren't gonna kill miles teller but you thought tom cruise was gonna die yeah and then you see the rocket launch what was your thought the second you saw the rocket rocket launch to be fair i've seen enough movies knowing once i know launched, i know but Chad, emotionally speaking, if I was making the movie, I think Tom Cruise should have died. Oh, yeah. I think it would have been like a very impactful death. Like my only negative of this movie is there was no stakes because like, no, there were stakes, but nobody died. So there was no like, well, Iceman died, but it was off camera. No, what you mean by stakes is, I understand what you're saying, but this movie is like the anti-modern movie. It's an 80s movie. It's the happy everybody wins. Yeah, the good guys win. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like modern movies, it's like everybody needs to lose. And then at the last second, the hero betrays the government. I still think if they were going to send off Tom Cruise in the movie, it would have been great to make him have that hero sacrifice. Well, he did it. He did it when he let himself get shot down instead of Rooster. That was his big hero sacrifice. But then Rooster did one upped him on the hero scale. I was like, no, I'm saving you now. And I will say, this movie did not feel the length of the movie. Right? For a two-hour, two like, what, 40-minute movie? Yeah. No, we... actually, I think it was just a little over two hours. Still, it felt like, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. Because it's just, it just keeps going. There's no bullshit. Well, the filmmaking in this movie is beautiful. we're, we're missing. Because it's like, oh, we're going to have this keep you entertained. We're going to have this dramatic scene with Jennifer Connelly and... I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the movie where the rant that Tom Cruise got in trouble for about the COVID restrictions, <laughs> where he was like, if we fuck this up, there'll never be another movie like this. And it's like, oh, I see why you were mad, Tom Cruise. Because I heard a story about how the actors, a lot of the scenes um, of the actors in the cockpit are real. So what they would have to do is fly, right? And then pull out a pocket mirror and do their own makeup and then turn their own camera on and film the scene 
and they did 40 minutes of flying before they realized Miles Teller turn, forgot to turn on his camera. So then they had to redo all the G-forces and all that shit. Like, this movie is filmmaking, you know? This is, this is filmmaking. This reminds me of the old movies where it was like, like um like the the charlie chaplin thing where it's like no you oh, need oh to God. jump i was literally you just need gonna to say jump. Though, like silent movies where they were like we have one chance to do this and, and you need to do it yeah otherwise oops you fell off the building and died and I, like the scene where they fly under the bridge and payback goes holy fuck that's the actor yeah. reacting to them flying under a small asshole they never put the actor in the pilot seat because most of the f-18s have two seats so the guy yeah, but- in the the way they filmed it was easy. It looked like yeah. he was in the front seat, you know? Because it's all about the reaction and they can kind of... Like anytime Tom Cruise is doing this, it's like a real pilot would never take his hand off the stick well, of the That was front. more a rooster doing that. Tom right. Cruise never really did that. But anytime they're doing this, it's because literally they're trying to push off the cockpit because they're being thrown And to be up. fair on roosters, like he's never experienced flying like that. i like how they show you the switchboard of the f-14 and it's just good and you have to just know exactly like the guy in the back seat isn't just looking at a tv he's flipping switches constantly and that was a good line because he's like your dad did it and he's like oh fuck <laughs> yeah holy shit i get it now what do you think of the filming you know what's interesting about one of the interesting facts i read about this they actually turned tom cruise into an f-18 yeah that was actually him that was physically oh, him. They use some weird alchemy. Tom Cruise knows alchemy, Scientology, you know, whatever. No, how crazy is Tom Cruise's, like, didn't Life. he actually fly the planes? Like, he learned how to fly and everything? Yeah, he knows how to fly, but he was the backseat. They never, no, I'm they, just saying in general. There's he, no way the Navy would be like, hey, Scientology actor Tom no, Cruise. No, I'm saying in general. He, here's a multi found out. The... Yeah, no, he knows. He knows what it's like to hit six yeah. Gs. And I was going to go space in his new... Uh, excited I'm so I'm excited. excited for Mission Impossible um, dude so the plot of this movie is there's an Eastern European country threatening freedom yeah, the best thing is I like how they made it a generic Eastern European yeah, country no but the best thing is no politics yeah. just, no I know but that's that's what that's what makes it, this is like so 80s awesome. in the, the only difference was in the 80s they always had that fake Hispanic island yeah it was all either, the 80s movies had that it was it was always something, something, if it was a Hispanic island, like Carablanco or something like that. Or it was some, it was always something like Parmistan or, you know, it was always Carablanco. You know what I mean? Like it was always something Spanish, something Stan, you no, know? I think it was really smart of them just to decide. Their logo, what? their logo reminded me of a, a, a Super Nintendo game um shit i can't remember but it was like a game where you play fighter planes and their logo was like a unicorn with flames behind it and when they showed the logo of the f-14 it was a unicorn (laughs) and i was like i wonder if the guy played the same fucking snes game that i played and recognized the logo andrew knows the game i'm talking about if i could get my (laughs) older brother on here he would know exactly what i was talking about but um he's jewish now Hmm. so we don't talk uh, Commando had Valverde, which was a f- fake. Uh, Hispanic yeah, that's what I mean. Country. Something Spanish. Uh, or yeah, Spanish. yeah, and uh, License to Kill, the James Bond movie, had Island de Ithmus. The best. Broforce had the best names for all their <laughs> shit. We got to play Broforce with Andrew one night. What we should do is, anyway, we should do a let's play and just yeah. Play. But <sighs> silly question, but let's break down the acting. Phenomenal. Miles Teller played Cyclops and he sucked. 
Miles Teller played Rooster and he nailed it. Was Miles Teller so good? Yeah, he was also in um, Ready Player One. Mm. Money, but, man. And first, no, fuck you. Fuck you. He was in Whiplash, too. He was good in Whiplash. That's what I'm Miles Teller was great. Tom Cruise, great. Wait, when Tom- did Miles Teller play Cyclops? In the first class, right? First class and all that shit, right? Was that Miles Teller? I'm looking at his Wikipedia. I don't see X Men on here. I'm going to beat you up if you're wrong. I think he's right. That's why I'm saying, like, oh, he was in Fantastic Four. Oh, Fan Four Stick? Yeah, he was in Fantastic Four. Who played Cyclops? Some other dick. Cyclops wasn't in X Men First Class. I know. Yeah, but Ty Sheridan. Yeah. Look, screen share. Do you do you see how I thought he was the same? What would your call sign be? Uh, I want to be Mudflap. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It sounds funny. <laughs> what would his be? Oh, we assign each other. All right, yeah, Andrew. We're all gonna do- in my opinion, Andrews. Oh, based off what I know about Andrew, I call him classic. Mm. I call Andrew classic. The classic. You're very because retro's lame. You know what I mean? But I call Andrew classic. You, uh, beefcake. 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 <laughs> so I'd have classic and beefcake on my wing. In, mm-hmm. So it'd be mud flap, classic, and beefcake. <laughs> All right. What about you, Chad? What are your call signs for yourself and us two? I don't know. You both got big noses. Andrew's <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> come on. Be funny like I did. Andrew B. Andrew, go first. I can't. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to be really original. Chad, you'll be Penguin, and Chris, you'll be Christ. Oh, I'll take Christ. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what's rad. Your, what's yours, though? Yeah, what's yours? Mine? Oh, I have to give myself one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't think about that. Uh, there we go. Absent. <laughs> yeah, absent. <laughs> God damn it. Where's absent? Fuck, he's absent. <laughs> You have something to slip up the tongue real fast. What's yours? Dude, don't think. That's the point of this movie. Don't think. Just say. What's your call sign? My call sign's Omega. Okay. That's gay as fuck, but anyway. That's mine. Chad. Your beak. Beak? And what's Andrew? Teak. All right. Well, now we see why the show sucks. He's tech guy, so he's a teak. All right. I like how Beak, Teak, and Omega. Now, you know what's funny is earlier in the night, I said my call sign would be Beak and yours would be Fat Chad. And then you went Fat Omega Chad. So it's almost like you remembered what I said. No, I'd be Gut. You'd be Beak and he'd be Teak. Beak and Teak. Now we'd have to, which one in the middle of the talk? (laughs) The point is they're all supposed to sound different. I like, I honestly do like classic. Classic's great. Yeah. Because you know exactly who you're talking. Classic. You know, Andrew knows exactly what you are. Beak, and I'm good. All right, Beak Classic. I, I kind of like calling you Penguin, though, and I feel like I do like the, the logo on your tail wing would be hilarious. Yeah, because it would yeah, be like, like a little angry cartoon penguin. No, I, it's a penguin slipping on ice. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Happy, but if I, you're in a gunfight, and Penguin Six, gut Six. No, Penguin. No, but Penguin is clear. That's the point. You hear Penguin, you know it's you. You don't think it's too long to say? No. It's two syllables. If it was three syllables, that's too much. Notice, note, it's Maverick, Hangman, mm. Iceman, Rooster. I'm fine. 
I've been called penguin my whole life. Yeah, penguin's good. Classic's good. What's mine? Wallaby. Wallaby. Too many. Rocco. Ah, Rocco's too unspecific. It's like picking Bob. It's too specific. <laughs> You're Rocky. No, he's Beak. <laughs> Beak works, but Beak also goes with Penguin. That implies you I'm your subordinate. And that's just you are, true. though. So, what about? I do like Christ, Savior. Uh, Beak, Gut, and Classic. No, Classic's amazing. I can't believe I hit that on the head because I can just see Andrew's helmet, just pure white with like cursive writing, Classic. Within blue, with like, with like underline. He's at the helmet visor with the uh, what is it? kind of like in that same font that our uh, softball teams always used. You yeah, know? yeah, or or <laughs> like the Cadillac the, font. No, like it says classic. He just needs to have the aviator look. On oh yeah, his visor. goggles look like aviators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all it needs to be, and it says classic. And then penguin, yours is like like blue and white. You know, like icebergs <laughs> with. Or it could be like a penguin, you know, how they have the white around their eyes. Like, you know how the Viking helmet looks like? It'd ah. be all black with the white penguin eyes. Mm. So then what am I? Beak. Beak You're is lame. <laughs> no, come on. Give me something better than beak, please. Snob. Snob. I'll take snob. Mine could be like... Oh, how about Nazi? Okay. <laughs> no, because that's... No. A little... <laughs> you, just that. you just can't do it. It would work. It would work. It'd just be black and red with a swastika. But I'd be like, no, I'm on your team, I swear. <laughs> no, I love you. I love America. I just love the idea of freedom of speech. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> oh, no, what would be my call sign? Sea rat? I thought it was going to be Gimgu. Gimgu works. But that's just my PlayStation call sign. So what would my helmet look like? Like pink with gumballs? Oh, gimpy. Gimpy. That's lame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lame. My helmet's, uh, my call sign's lame. My helmet's like off brown. <laughs> and lame is like all jumbled. Let's be Walla. No, why do you want me to be Walla? Because you're Rocco, and Rocco is a wallaby. Yeah, oh, whoa, I haven't heard that since elementary school. I haven't school. heard Penguin since I was in elementary school. Fuck you. <laughs> Candyman. Beer Man. LQ for liquor store. LQ. And, and, and my helmet, it looks like a liquor bottle. LQ. It used to be Alki. I like the only time I'm sober is when I'm flying. Oh, sober. The only time I'm sober is when I'm flying. You have to be alky, though. You can't be called sober. Why not sober? Sober works. We got classic sober and penguin. Mm. There we go. We nailed it. There you go. This is going to be fun to cut. And of course, in the final scene, they have to show that you actually have a, you snuck a flask on with you. You're like, the final, the final scene is Chad has a hard, what we do, we steal the movie. Chad has a hard lock, right? And classic, you're like too far out to come in to save him, right? You need the, the fucking guts. And then I go, I go, I got this. And then, you know, like me and you are like neck and neck, me, you, and but classic's out like running out of fuel, right? So we have a fucking independence day where you take the mask off. And I fucking swing <laughs> it and I slam into the missile that's going to hit Chad. And then Chad drops the payload and then you two escape. 
movie. It'd be great. And then it's revealed that you ejected just before. Right. Because it has but to happen. No, no, no. What it is is as I reach as I reach for my flask, I pull the ejection handle as I'm taking the shot. And no, then you take the shot before you blast no, off. No, it's it's I gotta do this. And then sober, no, don't do it. And I go, I got this. And then I reach down for my flask and I pull my own ejection handle, take the shot, but you don't see that. You just see it. And then as you two are flying away, you're like, I can't believe he sacrificed himself. And then like, holy fuck comes over the radar. You're like, what? He goes, I thought I was, you know, and it's just me like floating in the parachute. <laughs> and you know what the best part is? Your parachute is shaped like a, like a liquor bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got the narragansett. <laughs> Bar shot, you know, all you see is yeah, it's me in the chair. Like, I can't, I thought I was dead, and then I land on the ground. And you guys are like, Well, we'll be back in five minutes. And the Russians capture me and take me to a gulag and torture me. Sequel, and then the sequel is you two trying to break sober out of prison. And we can call it Sober Awake. Final thoughts on Top Gun 2 The Maverick. <laughs> Top Gun 2 The Maverick. I wish it was in the poster. Top Gun 2 The Maverick. Thank you for addressing my joke, explaining it, and then I think it'd be hilarious. Thank you, Andrew. What did you think of the movie? I loved it, honestly. Like, like I was saying before, I love how it wasn't involved with politics or anything. It was just classic fun, and I, we definitely need more of that. I do think this is probably the best blockbuster we've had in a very long time. I hated it. I hate U.S. propaganda. I hate the idea that white. Well, obviously, it's a 10 out of 10 fucking movie. It was perfect. It's, it's exactly what it needed to be. Hey, here's a plot. Here's some characters. Here's everything you want to see. No political agenda. No social agenda. Planes shooting planes. Here you go. If you can find any fault in this, if you can see it here and go, well, it's just American exceptionalism. Well, who are they fighting? We don't know. Doesn't matter. Did you guys hear my joke at the beginning when Tom Cruise, like, when he crashed that Mach 10 plane? I was like, oh, too bad it doesn't, like, take place now where it's going after his daughter and she's, like, super good. And <laughs> and what did I say? Wait until you see his daughter. And then halfway through the movie, they introduce the little girl. And I guarantee both of you went, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, uh, I do, if I was more athletic, I want to play that uh, offense-defense football. That looks fun. Where both teams are on offense and defense. There has to be time moments because I can't go that long. Well, really, it's just whoever. Two minutes go. The, the way you score a touchdown is if you break away from all defenders. Mm. You know, if, if no one's tackling you, you won. So, you know, I think that's interesting. Yeah. It'd be fun. With overall, with this movie, I really, 10 out of 10. 10 I, out of 10. I honestly really hope a lot of movies take like inspiration from this because it's just how long was this in theaters for? How much money did it make? Like a year. This movie was in theaters probably the longest Still in any theaters. movie that's been the past like 20 years. No. Movies on Avatar ran for like two so, years. So their budget was 170 million and box office is 1.487 billion. Yeah. B. It, was from, it was from the summer of last year to the summer of this year. Jeff and length of the Andrew's got it up. I know. And release date was April 28th, 2022. So it was at least five months into the I think it was in theaters for about five months, which is crazy considering the attention span, the money spent in theaters right now. Well, it's because like, what what did that, what else? Well, was... the main thing we said at the beginning, escapism. Mm. 
I love this movie. I, I give this, uh, of modern movies, this is my favorite. I think I like this more than the first movie. Oh, yeah, this is... It's a better film. Just, like, the first half is, here's all the characters. Remember the scene where they do the successful bombing, and, and, and then the next scene is just, it shows you all the planes trying to fly away from the Sam with everyone talking <laughs> over the radio, like, break left, break right, like, like and you're just seeing rockets and flares it's... and shit. Like, that was intense as fuck. Like, like we joked about it before, but imagine a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Based in this, this was just the trench run, the movie. Yeah. This was everything A New Hope was trying to be. And and you can't blame A New Hope for anything. They did they it great did, the way... They, a New Hope's trench run is fucking yeah. beautiful and amazing and perfect cinematography. And also, it was, it was meant to be, like, Luke-focused, so it wasn't Which they did, because yeah. Miles Teller did it without it. Fuck it, I'm going blind. Hmm. And then it did the cool. But goddamn, man, we need more movies like this. Imagine like, oh, just it's, we need Tom Cruise. Like it's so fucking lame and stupid being like, I want Marvel and Star Wars to reflect on this. But wait, are you where Chris was five years ago? Where you're now mad at Marvel and Disney for ruining film? Dude, Infinity War and Endgame, awesome. You go fuck yourself. Top Gun or Infinity War. I got teary-eyed in both. You did get teary-eyed during Top Gun. Andrew, did you get teary-eyed during Top Gun? A little bit. Yeah, me well, too. Well, the thing is, me and you are pussies. We're much yeah, we are total pussies. We're just like fucking females and yeah. male bias when it comes to movies. One person's fucking females. You're... I'm not going to go there. But Andrew, as probably more of a hardened Can, can we end this so I can have a beer? Thank you.